Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Gus, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? There's no time to stop. We just have to keep going and making videos. Gus. We oh. changed. <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, we uh, we had a question from one of our illustrious listeners. <laughs> the only you, one. you know her well. <laughs> the yes. only people who listen to us. Yeah. Your wife. <laughs> yeah. Your parents. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, question was this. It's actually a really good question. Uh, there's a connection in Colossians 1, 9, and 10. In verse 9 of Colossians 1, Paul says, uh, since, we heard that, uh, since the day we heard of it, so he heard of their salvation in Colossae. He'd never been there. He says, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, being bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So here was the question. How does the knowledge of God in verse 9 cause us to walk in a manner that's worthy of the Lord in verse 10? So how do those It's a two-parter. I'm going to ask you a part. No, you're not. You're not asking me anything. Since this is your answer. Come on. You're preaching through it. What do we pay you for? Do <laughs> this video. Yes, exactly. It, I think it's a very interesting question. You have to say that. You're married to the question asker. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Now I don't know what I was going to say. Thank you, John. I'm so sorry. I, I threw off your you. train of thought. You, <laughs> your train of thought is still boarding at the station. Let's yeah. be honest. My train of thought has yeah. been broken for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a steam train. Exactly. Uh, obviously, the knowledge of God, um, you know, our knowledge of God has to... Um, it basically it, it it deals with who we are, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, the knowledge of God uh, has to permeate everything we do, and um, as we know God more, I think, and and according to Scripture, we are are being changed constantly mm -hmm. uh, because we are. As even we were talking before, um, sorry, we were talking about this before, audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but we are patterning our life after after Christ. Mm. Um, you know, even when we're, we've been going through First John, right, and yeah. we've been talking about love, yeah. uh, and the first question we ask ourselves is, well, how did Jesus love? Totally. Uh, we need to walk the same manner he walked, right. so then how did he walk? Yeah. Uh, and an example of that could be love. It could yeah. be patience. It could be kindness. Sure. It could be, you know, love of what is good and hatred of what is evil. Yeah. yeah. And so the, as, as we get to know more and more, uh, God, and this is what we're doing, the attributes of God in right. the equipping class. Yeah. Uh, our life takes after you know who we know. Mm. Um, this is why it's so important what Tozer said, what you think about God is the most important thing about you. Yeah. Uh, if you have a view of God that is small and you don't know him, uh, then obviously you're not going to respect him. That's, that was Pharaoh's problem. He didn't know Yahweh. Yeah. So he said, why would I let you go? I don't know this God. I know the other gods, but I don't know this one. Yeah. And as a believer, as we get to know God, we need to know Christ and how he is. And as we spend time in the word of God, we are changed. Yeah. Uh, we are patterning our lives. And it's not that we know facts about him. We're, we're knowing who he is and uh, what he's so, done for us. So would you say that that's, um, so this is where, so if a person came to you and said, look, I've read the whole Bible. Yeah. I know everything about God that yeah. can be known. 
uh, in terms of in terms of special revelation. Yeah, is that what he's talking about? Just like mental ascent to facts? Obviously, it, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. <laughs> or does it have an experiential component? Yeah, I, yes and no. Because you know, there's you know, there's this idea that experience is everything, right. and then knowledge. Well, we don't that pietistic idea, right? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You wait, and then you you're going to be infused by what you read yeah, yeah. Uh, today. Uh, so there's a little bit of both. Um, I think there's a lot of that aspect where a lot of these people that are looking for experience are not spending time in the Word as yeah, they yeah. should. Yeah. And the other way around, those people that are reading, hey, I read my three chapters today, nothing happened. Yeah. I'm still a jerk. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, horrible yeah. to my family. Well, it's because you're not actually internalizing what you're reading. Yeah. Yeah, you're not act, you're not finding God's word as what it is. You you, you lack faith, and yeah. that's I think that's something you and I talked about this maybe about, almost a year ago. Yeah. Um, you were talking about having faith in what you read. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was such a even though I've gone to third seminary and taught seminary for yeah. many years, but that whole idea was such a so important to think about. Hey, you're reading God's word. Uh, you need to believe it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, of course we believe it. No, no, but yeah. really believe it. <laughs> yeah, believe that it's actually true. Yeah, that yeah, what you're reading is actually true, that that's mm. actually coming from God's mouth, in a sense. Yeah. And it's coming to you, and you have to have faith that actually it changes lives. Yeah. Uh, not just the gospel. And no one's going to, most believers are not going to say, oh, it doesn't have any power. Yeah, yeah. But I think we don't believe it. Yeah. We, we don't believe that that's, that walking as Jesus walked would actually change our lives. Yeah, yeah. And we just think that, you know, Paul, Peter, and other, you know, great believers of the faith yeah. throughout history were just awesome. Yeah, they're great guys. Uh, yeah, but they weren't. Yeah, they, they were just, like, uh, you know, as bankrupt as you and me. Totally. Uh, but they love Christ and they believed what, what they read yeah. and they mm -hmm. have faith. Yeah. yeah, that's that's super helpful. Even I was thinking, like as you're talking there, the like just to put a text to what you're saying because you were saying exactly what I was thinking. But in Second uh, Corinthians three, so you were not listening to. I me. was listening, and I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a verse." I can tell. Don't yeah. worry. About that. <laughs> Some of it. us like to use the Bible. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Mister. It's not just experience. Okay, in uh, in Second Corinthians three eighteen, he says that we all with unveiled face, yes. beholding yeah. as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed. Yeah. So we're seeing yeah. the reality of the glory of God. Yeah. And then he tells us in chapter 4, verse 4, that what we're seeing in that is the light of the gospel. So yeah. in the word, we see the light of Christ and we engage it ultimately by faith, by yeah. trusting what's there. Well, first of all, what a passage to yeah, preach. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> an amazing yeah. passage to preach? You can spend the rest of your life yeah, preaching you could. that verse. Uh, I actually think isn't that MacArthur's favorite verse? Is it? That's it what I think, I think yeah. it is. I, mean, I think that's great. Uh, first one, uh, three, I think it is. But yeah, it's true. Like you are, uh, as you are reading, you know, you you get to know people, and they you haven't seen them for a long time, you know, and then when you see them after a while, they've changed so much. Their yeah. hearts are so aligned with Christ mm. and with the gospel. And you're thinking, what happened there? Yeah. Oh, they matured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but they, they matured in Christ. They, yeah. You know, God is doing that work of changing and mm. their conversations, everything is permeating, everything they do, the way they treat their wives mm. or, or their kids. And uh, it's incredible to see that. Why? Because you're actually seeing yeah. uh, the reality of Christ's glory. Yeah, like the transformative power of Christ's glory in a person's heart. And then the other way, you see you see someone who's not changing, yeah, yeah. and you're thinking, what's going on? They're hearing good teaching. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're sitting there and hearing God's word. Why are they not? Why are they not changing? Yeah, yeah. Well, the same reason. Yeah. Right? So then, so then you can have a person who 
like can assent to like fantastic theological yeah. positions, but then not change. Yeah. Because they're not really engaging with the truth of the gospel yeah. by yeah. faith. Yeah. And you can have a person on the other side who's like all about experience, but they're not actually changing because yeah. they're not engaging with the truth of the gospel yeah. by faith. Exactly. So it's like truth and faith coming together yeah. in that reality. Exactly. And I think you and I have, have actually not known people, but we've been those people yeah, I, at different times in our lives. Yeah. When you're hearing great teaching, you're thinking, that's awesome. Then you're in the parking lot thinking, I don't remember what the sermon was. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I was just incredible. thought it was very good. It was incredible. I'm leaving now. <laughs> and then you're thinking, well, I just need to read a verse. Yeah. You, know, when, <laughs> you, know, you know who's busy when they're like, I'm just reading Psalms. <laughs> you know, Psalm 117 or is my Proverbs. favorite. You know, two <laughs> verses. Proverb a day, whether yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Proverb away keeps the Satan away. You know, it's like, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think that obviously... As you are communing with Christ, and that's so important. Yeah. Uh, you you can't. You, faith is so important. Uh, getting fed constantly. Yeah. Um, you know that whole idea of like read the Bible, read it and read it, and then not just read it but apply it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and know what it says and have totally. faith on what it says. Yeah, believe what it says. Okay, so if you have a person who says, "Look, I'm reading. I'm not believing. Uh, where does faith come from?" There's a passage that deals with that. <laughs> I wonder what that really? passage. Mr. Bible, what was it? No, 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 don't do this to me. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word concerning <laughs> come on, come someone. On. <laughs> what was that passage? Yeah, so I Romans, want Romans, Romans ten seventeen. Yes, faith comes by hearing. You preached that. I did I about did. three years ago. Yeah, right? a long two time years ago. ago. Yeah, three years ago. Faith comes by hearing, and, and hearing by the word about Christ. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, if a person says, I, "I'm I'm not believing this stuff. I'm not. I'm struggling with faith. I, I read my Bible. I don't. I'm yeah. struggling with it." What would we tell them? We tell them like actually keep reading. Yeah. But yeah. instead of just reading, ask yourself yeah. every every verse you read, every sentence you read. Keep yeah. asking yourself every section you read. Do I actually believe this is true? Yeah. yeah. Like, do I believe that? Yeah. And if you don't, then what we would say is believe it, right? And when you do, that actual act of engaging with the text and believing it is a miracle of God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it it can turn into this, um, you know, take two verses and call me in the morning totally. idea yeah. of. Of thinking the the Bible, those words that are written in black and white or red and white, yeah. have power by itself without yeah. even thinking through it. But the Bible, when it's misapplied, doesn't have any power. Exactly. <laughs> really? Exactly. Like, so if the Bible is misapplied then, or is misread, misread yeah. uh, or not read, yeah. <laughs> the book by itself is not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. You can't put it under someone who's sick and it's going to heal yeah. that person. So I think that a lot of these people are just reading like they're reading the phone book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the phone book is that place where you tell yeah, phone yeah, numbers, yeah, remember? Yeah. I'm uh, of that generation. Uh, you, you are, know, good. Yeah. The yellow pages. The yellow pages. <laughs> I, and I think that a lot of people, I, I tell that to my boys yeah. as they read, they're reading chapters at a time. And I just yeah. say, what did you read? Huh? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think Jesus was there. Okay. <laughs> good, <laughs> you good. Know. But I think it's a lot of it has to do with what what, what are you doing with what you're reading? Yeah. yeah. And and it's that does that have power? Yeah. Uh, and as you're reading scripture, is that changing the way you're thinking? Mm. And um, there's a professor I, I, we had in seminary who uh, he came and did a one room. He actually was in our seminary, and he talked about how his wife uh, for 40 years had been reading scripture, uh, and she was a completely different woman that he married yeah. 40 years before. Uh, she had Laura changed it, and it was the Word of God yeah, totally. working in her life, constantly. transforming her. Yeah. yeah, 
And, and he just said, I always tell people, like, the Word of God works in the uh, most amazing circumstances because, you know, she read Scripture, mm -hmm. she loved Scripture and memorized Scripture, and, mm -hmm. and God completely changed her. Yeah. Oh, super helpful. So going back to the original question, so, like, uh, the knowledge of God causes us to walk according to His will, and we get to know God and understand Him in both theologically but also experientially yeah. through the word believed yeah. Yeah. and as that happens in our hearts we begin to be transformed yeah. uh, so that we walk in a manner that's worthy of god yeah absolutely. super helpful well, i hope that helps uh the uh someone question and answer yeah. ask her yeah. <laughs> well i hope that's helpful for you about just about a general idea of sanctification if you have any questions you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org thanks so much